Hi there. Welcome to a uh, new experimental version of One Page More. Yes, we have been toying around with some fun ideas that are not um, exclusively book related. And so we thought today maybe we do a fun get to know us. Yeah, and we are together once again. It's two days after Christmas, so we're in squeaky chairs at our in-laws' house with a baby in tow, and so we're just going to ask each other some questions. All right, so first we're going to go rapid style, or just like a little, um, I'm going to ask you five quick questions, and you're going to answer. Okay. okay. What's your favorite book? Oh, Harry Potter. What's your favorite animal? Um, oh, a bunny. We'll go with a bunny. What's your favorite color? Pink. And what's your weirdest pet peeve? Weirdest pet peeve. All of my pet peeves, I feel like are very average. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> what I keep thinking of is so my husband hates whatever. I put my clothes on top of the laundry chute, but he puts his in the sink, and that is like the most... In the horrible. sink? In the sink. In the sink. Why don't either of you put them in the laundry chute? I will occasionally. Some <laughs> great question. He would like to know this answer as well. If I'm in like a big rush, I'll throw them in the like closet with mm-hmm. where the laundry chute is at. But I don't take the extra effort to like stand up, open the laundry chute and throw them in. So it's just literally laziness. There's like no reason. So that is my pet peeve. It's almost like the hypocrisy of the situation. When I was a child... One of the heights of luxury in my mind was someone having a laundry chute. Well, I thought it was awesome also. And it is convenient, but it really sucks carrying your every single piece of clothes right back up the stairs. True. Okay. Yes. Okay. Last one. If you could have another podcast, what would it be? Um, what I would want it to be something about, so I'm really my crafts. Somehow, I don't know. Somehow they'd have to navigate how to do crafts, but I'm, with without the ability to see. This doesn't sound like it's making any sense, but that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna just yeah, flip it on the fly. Say, what is your superpower? What would you say is oh. your superpower? Your real life superpower. My real life superpower is I feel like my ability to make peace because any kind of like stressful situation, I'm immediately silent. I immediately want to make it better. Um, and I just kind of like, you know what I mean? Like check mm-hmm. out of you. I feel like I take myself out of the, you out of the mix. You refuse to slum in, in, in bickering maybe. I would say that yes. about you. You're not going to... Right. I'm going to immediately be checked yes. out the mouse in the corner that's just going to listen in and like <laughs> say a prayer that everybody's going to please calm down immediately. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, should we do like... Should we each answer each question, you think? Yeah, I'll answer. Sure. I don't know that I have a favorite book, to be quite honest <gasps> with you. I'm, I don't... The one? Here's... You like to... Okay, by the way, this is Kippen. You know... Hopefully you know that, but if you're listening to... To this, to get to know us, this is Kippen. And this is Lacey. Yeah. (laughs) Our voices sound pretty different, so we're good. But, um, yeah, I'm not a big re-reader. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got to really like it. See, and I I would say that I am. Yeah. Like, and like a re-watcher. I Mm -hmm. love to re-watch, like a Peaky Blonder. Oh, I don't know. So, I love the Harry Potter series. Um, And then I 
I'm like, huh, have I outgrown them at all? Like, is there something that is more adult that I like better? And I think a runner-up would be Outlander. However, Outlander is very hit or miss. Like, not all the books are created equal, whereas I feel like Harry Potter is a, there are no skips. Like, it is incredible. So I might be right there with you and just be boring and say Harry Potter, I also love anything by David Sedaris. Like, he's one of the only people that can make me laugh out loud. Maybe uh, the Me Talk Pretty One Day. That's maybe one of my favorite books, for and sure. This is just really goes to show just how, like, similar we are. Because, yeah, Harry Potter's my favorite YA or maybe, like, of all time. But, like, adult book, like, Outlander, hands down, mm-hmm. the, the original first it's Outlander so book. <sighs> love it so. I know. Uh, Animal? I'm going to go with a manatee. They have been growing on me ever since, I don't know, just in like the past couple of years. It's my favorite animal whenever I take my kids to the zoo. That's what I like to go see is the big old fat manatee. Um, I swam with manatees. And though I know it's like such a docile creature, never again. Because I lived in fear that one was going to like turn rampant. So, you know. Flop, flop upon as you. As similar as we are, that's a, yes. a great example of the stark differences between the two of us. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of a chicken. I've never actually been in that situation, so I can't judge. Penelope is having a meal right now, and she's she's just moaning to herself to enjoy the baby sounds. Um, My favorite color is like a deep, like peacock blue or like teal color. Very beautiful. My weirdest pet peeve. I'd say something is probably like a bad thing is I cannot stand when someone pronounces a word wrong in that, and it doesn't even bother me. It's just like, I am incapable of letting it slide. And I always have to be the jerk that's like, oh, actually it's incorrigible or, you know, whatever it is. Like, um, and, and I always feel like a jerk whenever I do that, but I just can't stop myself from being a know-it-all. So free. I cannot, as we're talking, I'm like, wow, the relatability. <laughs> it is, Graham and I have actually, and I talk about Graham a lot. Graham obviously is my husband, my only like <laughs> friend. So we spend a lot of time talking about another. But I've actually had conversations with him where he has never once called me, like, he's never called me a know it all or like a, you know what I mean? Like, and I was literally like, it's one of the reasons I love you so much. It's like, you don't recognize this trait in me and you just. Take it as who I am. I am a big, huge corrector, and Jared pretty much takes it, and he is not that way towards me, which is nice. (laughs) It's It's a balance. I've heard, like, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. It's about Kip and Alexander. Okay. Oh, wait, your superpower. I think my superpower is making friends. Not in that, like, I'm going to talk to everybody in the grocery store line, but pretty much wherever I end up in the world I can find and like a good friend and I also feel like I am a very good friend and I try and take care of my people um okay and if I could have another podcast about anything uh, I don't know I think it would be about like maybe just like sharing people's really funny stories you know what I mean like something funny and like 
or just like I I used to love blogging so much and that's something I feel like I don't have time for today but like I used to do like awkward and awesome and I I would do that like talking about yeah okay so I would want to share my favorite things that I love and that helped me and then it's like happy things that happened to me and then I'd want to share like the weird funny strange stuff that also tends to happen to me there you go all right okay so for our next question um oh what is your most embarrassing story could be a family story okay story so i feel like well actually i know you know how people are like um oh my most embarrassing story is when i forgot that it was crazy hair day and i just had regular hair (laughs) no all of my embarrassing stories have to do with horrible, like, um, pooping my pants or peeing myself or, you know, the boy that I have a huge crush on, like, seeing my granny panties or something. Um, okay. My most embarrassing story, one of the many, was me and my husband were really good friends before we started dating or got engaged or anything obviously um but we met when we were 18 we had known each other when we were really little when we reconnected when we started college and I had the biggest crush on him and he was so cute and he had like shaggy surfer hair and just was cool and had his own car and we hung out one day and we used to hang out till super duper late Um, and for some reason we were sitting on the hood of his car in my driveway and my stomach was hurting so bad. And, but I'm like, oh, but he's like still at my house. And like, if I go have to go to the bathroom, he'll just leave. And I'm in love with this person. So I need them to stay as long as possible. Okay. Felt it, felt it, felt it. Could not hold it anymore. And I farted and he, in the middle of him talking (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my, I'm dead. Like, he definitely heard that. It didn't smell, but it was loud. I was in the hood of a car. It was like, you know. And so I was just like, okay, just own it. Just own up to it. And I go, yep, I farted. And he stops and he's like, what? (laughs) I was like, I just, I farted. (laughs) It's not a big deal. It's fine. And he was like, he's like, I didn't even hear you fart. (laughs) Thought I was such a weirdo. And I'm like, I just revealed this stupid fart. And I didn't even have to. And of course, we like laughed. And then I was like, okay, good night, go. And then there was a little dust cloud. Oh, never penny. remember this not again. <laughs> uh, as I scampered into the into the house, and of course, that is what made him fall in love with me. <laughs> it was that ability to just share anything that like true intimacy between. It entranced him, <laughs> and we started dating only three years later. <laughs> Right, that was like the the hook. You just like slowly drew it in. You just gotta, yeah, you can't spook the fish. You drew past. Oh, so that's probably one of my most embarrassing stories. And mine is a story that, this was one of those stories that I truly could not share. 
about 15 years passed before I finally got confident enough to be like, okay, it's literally, it's not, I mean, it's a big deal and it's embarrassing, but it's like, I can, I can laugh at it. Mm-hmm. So, um, this was whenever I was, I was in sixth grade and sixth grade was such like a sad transformative year for me. Of, uh, I was starting a new school. We had so many more students, maybe like five times as many students as I was used to. Um, I had a clear roller book bag. I was just in, yes, I did. Yes, I did. It was like, I was just really trying to find myself. I would literally find myself like cussing all the time and just being like, this is me. This is the new me. Um, and just, I had, you have to be a bad girl. I was inspired by Harry Potter and I had his Harry Potter circular glasses. I had long stringy hair that like I never brushed. I just thought. But I also thought I was, like, really cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you feel this, like, level of confidence. They weren't really there. So, imagine this. I'm on the school bus. And then the bus pulls up to my house. My house was behind my uncle's. Um, So, I would have to go down his driveway and then around to mine. And it was, uh, I couldn't even see my house. Uh, My uncle at this time was going through, like, a, um, a separation with his wife. And as I look out the window as my bus is stopping, I see a like a sheriff for like some random reason and I see that my daddy's out there talking to him and in my little like 12 year old like ratty mind I was just like my uncle like what if he's committed suicide like what I I just like literally I this is right what I jumped to I really freaked out I literally jumped like off the bus steps I had to go um oh there was a uh what am I trying a to ditch? say? Yes, there was a ditch that I had to cross to get to my house. And I was so stressed out with my uncle, I literally just like jumped and ran right over the ditch. But as I did, this book bag, <laughs> this clear roller book bag that also had straps on it, weighed me down. And my <laughs> the edge of my feet just clipped it. And I just immediately, it was like a pure cartoon. Just like a slam right onto the ground. And so then I remember thinking, I was like, you know what? I need to just lay here. If I get up, they're going to see that I tripped. But if I lay here, maybe they won't be aware. So I just stayed there until I heard the bus pull off and leave. And then I just kind of like casually looked to the side, didn't see the bus, stood up. The sheriff and my father thought I had broken my neck. They were sprinting towards me in a full on like, are you okay? And I just kind of stood up brushed it off and carried on and then the next day as I got back on the bus like these people we rode the bus together for years and like they became some of like my really good friends they were they literally were like oh wow we saw that (laughs) why did you just lay there and then I just had to live in the infamy of just of just the sadness Nothing like it hanging over you for the next, I don't know, end of your life. We rode the bus together for the next seven years. (laughs) Seven years. Six years. Whatever. Until I got a car. It was bad. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) So there's my shame. Hey, what's the, besides that, what's your most traumatic bus story? Um, well, I learned, um, let's see. I learned about sex from the bus. I learned about... Um, drugs and the measurements behind them from the nice. bus. Um, my sister was probably like in second grade and was cussed out on the bus. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of like bus stories that I, like my kids will never ride the bus. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, me too. A lot of traumatic bus stories. You know a couple of them. One, a boy that everyone on my bus liked, 
asked me out. And then, of <laughs> course, I was, like, a good girl. And I said, no, thank you, because I was 10 years old. <laughs> and then the next day, all the girls at my bus stop took sidewalk chalk, and they drew a big stick figure and put Kippen on it. And so the bus would run it over whenever <laughs> it came, and none of them would talk to me. My first three <laughs> little boyfriends, Kippen, were all people yeah. on the bus. Yeah. And when I say Share boyfriends, I mean one Share of the boys broke up with me because I wouldn't hold his hand. And I'm yes. like, well. Well, this was like <laughs> a weirdo with a chip tooth named Chaz. Listen, <laughs> he was I the... can't even share these people's names because they're all on my Facebook <laughs> list. <laughs> I'm like, we they're still there. out there. We want they're to go there. They're still out there. <laughs> Another time, uh, our old bus driver in, I guess it was middle school, like, the kids on my bus were just outrageously horrible. Mm-hmm. He just lost it one day. And it, we live in Florida, so it was probably 90 degrees outside. Stopped the bus, told us all to put up our windows, got out of the bus, and just started chain smoking and <laughs> swearing to himself in German. He was an old German man named Mr. Pete. And just going crazy. And then somebody happened to have a cell phone, (gasps) called their parents, and then, like, the law came. And it was, he, Mr. Pete was no longer our bus driver. I also have a memory, and this is actually kind of, like, to the point that I'm like, this could have been scary, but it really wasn't. There was a boy that was probably, like, maybe third or fourth grade. And I, at this point, was at least in tenth grade. So why are we riding the same bus? I don't know. (laughs) But he was, like, had, like, like for sure like some kind of hyperactive child just real non-stop talking moving whatever our bus driver literally stopped you know they always have or the newer buses have like a um, recording system she stopped turned the recording off um threatened this child said she would uh whip his tail (laughs) there was a couple things that happened and then you know it was just the threats but now i'm like and then she just cut it back on and drove off and now i'm like can you imagine? I would be ready to fight like, another parent. There's a blank <laughs> in the tape. <laughs> there's a six second That's skip. Right. What was going on? Anyways, it was, yeah. Just your so, average malfunction. <laughs> Nothing to see here. My other thing that uh, sticks out in my bus riding lifetime was that at some point, I think it was in like the third grade, there was a big trend to get salt rocks. And now that oh. I think about it, I think people were literally. Like taking their water softener salt and they would hold it in a paper towel and lick it and people would share salt rocks and everyone on the bus would be like licking these rocks of salt. And I hate to be like this because I was so a bus child, but these gross. are like the people that don't brush their teeth. Listen. How often are they bathing? I, like, at man, the time, lived on. in the sketchiest like apartment complex. <laughs> we were all like latchkey kids with our salt rocks. Oh. I never had a salt rock. I'm sure I licked everybody one. Else's. I probably did. <laughs> so nasty. That was a special segment <sighs> on buses. Yes, there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, you. Another question we have is, what was your most favorite day? I'm sorry. This is so cliche, but I'm just going to go there. Mom was for sure the day that we got married, I think. That was... I, I truly... The first time that Graham saw me in my wedding dress and like I fixed my hair and had on makeup... He had this, like, look that was really, like, like he was in awe. And I remember, like, it brought, like, a little tear to my own eye where I'm like, oh, like, this person thinks I'm so special. And the whole day, I just felt, like, really, like, the number one, like, you know, I just felt like, I don't know. I, it was just my day. And it really mm-hmm. felt like my day. So, it's my favorite Did day. you have a first look? 
Or was that well, like that was our first. Yeah, yeah, that was, but it wasn't like a recorded moment. Mm-hmm. It was okay. in the temple. Yeah, for all my LDS listeners. Um, I think my my favorite day is also with Jared, and it's like a random one that popped in my head. It's probably I remember we went to Universal Studios, and <clears throat> this was back before all like the crazy crazy stuff was there, and it was like somewhat deserted and I just remember it was really cold and we just like walked onto every single ride and I'm pretty sure we were just dating at the time and so it was just really special and it was one of our like first big dates together and we stayed out all day still dating yeah we're still dating I get maybe Hogwarts was there but it was like deserted and it was just so much fun um and it was for some reason like 20 degrees. Maybe that's why there was no <laughs> one there. But um, it was so fun. And the other I would have, it was probably like the birth of my first child, which is just like. I almost uh, said that one, but that was, it's also like a I know, it's traumatic. Right? It's like, it's great and it's wild. I just like, I don't know that I've ever been happier than like laying with my little baby and my husband and our like, it's your baby. Bed. And it's and like, it's, yes. For sure. Okay. Special moments. Okay. Um, if money was no object, what would you do all day? And I think this is oh. also considered like you don't have the current responsibilities of your children. Right. I also have an... Well, if money is no object, I would definitely have child care <laughs> That's true. several I mean, days a week. Valid point. Um, I've thought a lot about this. I think a big part of me would take... And I'm actually, I think I'm going to do this anyway. I really want to take some creative writing classes. I love to write. I like to write poems. I like to write short stories. But that's one thing that does feel like it takes so much time. And I I am a writer. That's what I do for a living. But I am a copywriter. And even with copywriting, like you, you got to be in the flow for it to be good. And I mean, sometimes when you're just getting paid to do it, like you just got to make yourself get there. But when it's creative right. and you just have Very so, different. it's so little time. Yeah. So I would love to basically sit around all day and read and watch the movies that I love and listen to podcasts and write. And I also love to do things like this, like make creating. So I love to do podcasts or like, I love podcasting with Lacey. I love like, um, editing little videos of my family like I could see myself doing more videography stuff like that and I don't know lots of leisure activities probably very little that would actually change the world (laughs) no I would say mine's very much the same way so the things that I would like to do is um at some point this is our one of our family goals is that we, Graham and I really want to own a, like a wedding, not just wedding, but like an event space. And so like I envision like basically almost like building this from the ground up. Like I would love to find like an old dilapidated house mm-hmm. and kind of go through the whole process of like really renovating it and fixing it up. That is something that I love to do is kind of like have like an ugly space and like make it something that I, you know, it's pleasing to my eye at least. Mm-hmm. And I really like, I want to, learn like the skills of like how do you lay shiplap and like I think really like being able to focus on those kind of skills and in tandem with this idea I also like I love the idea of like reupholstering I love painting and fixing up furniture I also want to have like on the side like a 
You can rent your furniture for me. Like, you know, you want to rent my event space. What about all of my gear? And not just furniture. Like, you want to rent this chandelier? Mm -hmm. Like, you want these beautiful (laughs) vases? Like, things like that. I want to have a whole, like, a catalog that you can kind of, like, just this. It's just this division. Very cool. (laughs) Um, And your fantasy vacation. And what excursions would you do? Um, I think... mm, I have two, but I'm going to pick one. I think the top one, I really want to do something like Fiji. I've, I've always wanted to go to Fiji. Um, and I, I love water. I love the ocean. I love swimming. I for sure am like, I want to go to like some coral reefs. I'm wanting to, I want to like really push myself and swim with sharks. I want to do <laughs> all of like the fun water things. When we were um, in Hawaii, we were on a family Hawaii trip and Kevin was with us. We we found a like little beach that had like a trampoline and like you could jump from the trampoline like that was directly in the water and like jump right into the water and I don't think I did. I remember like because mm-hmm. I was too chicken and now I'm like <gasps> curses. I know. So, you know, I just kind of want to live live a little. Life. I think my dream vacation would be a combo of going to New Zealand and then while I'm on that side of the world going to Japan. Um, Japan is a huge one for me. I would definitely want to go to Disney Tokyo Sea. Of course. I, I like to call myself not a uh Disney no I'm a Disney person, not a person of Disney, if yes. you will. Yes. <laughs> You're not gonna find me wearing a lot of Disney swag, but I love You will be at the park. That's right. That and I I used I did a college program. That's like a fun fact about me. Love Disney. Would love to go to Disney Tokyo Sea. Would love to go to Studio Ghibli and see like all the Totoro stuff. Would love to go to an owl cafe and pet an owl while I eat a jiggly pancake or whatever the <laughs> heck they're serving. Um, would love to like just go to all the beautiful temples and um, I actually have a couple of friends that live in Japan. So I would love to go around Tokyo and all that, all that jazz. Uh, What's your New Zealand excursion? I think New Zealand, it would, I, I really, really love to hike. And so I would love to just like do a road trip and see all the beautiful stuff. Obviously go see all the Tolkien. Uh, Hobbiton? Yes. Yes. Go see the Lord of the Rings (laughs) sites and Um, just like enjoy the beauty of such an interesting place. I believe that's where the world's like largest swing is also that like tandem swing. (laughs) So I'm, I'm trying to decide if I'll be brave enough, brazen, I, to just go for it. Stuff like bungee jumping is probably one of my biggest fears. Yeah, that's what I mean. Where like I don't want to jump out of an airplane, but I want to do it because yeah, I'm afraid of it. And like I'm like I need to overcome this. I would like, rather skydive than bungee jump. I all that's always been oh. in my mind. I think it's because the ground like seems like you can see the ground. But, the, when well, you bungee I guess I'm jump, like, the cords can snap. Where at least I can try to land on a tree. <laughs> I can cling to somebody else. Or maybe you'll down. be over water or something. <laughs> I'll just drown instead. Oh my I mean, gosh, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I am a thrill seeker in the way that we. I love roller coasters, mm-hmm. but anything that actually there's, there's safe thrills. Yes, That's the yes. Thing. I, anything that I can comfort myself, although it may be a false hope that someone has checked all this th- stuff, I will do. Things like that, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I'm a worry wart when it comes to a lot of stuff. Okay, we're coming at 30 minutes. <laughs> but hopefully that gave y'all a chance to get to know us a little bit. A little taste. 
and our silly ways. This has been One Page More. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a five-star review.